we've got David Wygant, our game Reality Bites, and our nightcap Menage a Trois today on It's Complicated. You're listening to It's Complicated with your hosts Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leonelli. Coming to you live from the AfterBuzz TV studios in Los Angeles, California. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of It's Complicated. The struggle is real when you're dating in the city. I'm Lauren. And I'm Jen. And today, our nightcap is Menage a Trois, a blend of Zinfandel, Merlot, and Cab, because three is not a crowd for our grass guest tonight oops too much wine it was like guest and breast <laughs> breast <mixed> together <laughs> that's a new thing guys it's fine um so cheers on this cyber monday to a little menage with our guest that's right yes. life changer social strategist and dating and relationship coach david wygant yeah yeah uh 1.7 million Men and women come to David every month to find the secrets to success, guys. After 20 years of coaching, he's discovered the golden, like me, keys to success in dating, business, health, and wellness, and life. He's helped millions of men and women around the globe achieve their success in dating, social, and personal lives. He is also a father to the world's most cutest little girl and she is pretty damn cute. Most cutest. Um, it, most cutest. And uh, he's unapologetic, which is why we like him. Like, some people, they're going to label him what they want. Like, he's nuts or whatever. But he definitely is a life changer. He changes people's lives. He is always, always, always going to give you the truth, whether you can handle it or not. There's no sugarcoating. He thinks nice is overrated and stupid. I kind of agree. Same. Um, it, he prefers to be brutally honest. And, you know, like, just, I think... That is appealing to people in a way. Some people might say, like, it's offsetting. But at the end of the day, if you really know what the truth is, like, that's how change happens. Well, also, I think people that are like, I don't like the truth or that's too harsh really are the ones that need the therapy because they're in denial and don't want to hear it. Totally. So anyway, David is the guy that's not going to sugarcoat it and give you the real Mm-hmm. And if you're on a journey to find love, you've come to the right place because that's why we're all here. To find love, and it is complicated. Mm-hmm. So, if you want to find your twin flame or soulmate or high vibrational equal, which, <laughs> whatever you at call this it. point, I'm just shooting for like anyone. Mm-hmm. They don't have to be high vibrational, just have a vibration mm-hmm. and <laughs> breathe. Uh, just kidding, guys. I have standards. I do. They're there somewhere deep inside. We'll talk um, about but that. But that's David. where David yeah. comes in, and he's going to unlock your heart's desires and show you exactly what you're looking for. So maybe he'll tell me what I'm really looking for. Maybe. Apparently it's not Santa. He's too old for me. Yeah, he might be. <laughs> but he's going to empower us and you guys with the skills and the confidence to attract what you're looking for. And he'll guide you throughout this journey called love so you can wake up every morning next to your mental, emotional, and spiritual counterpart. It's a it's a, it's a a triple threat and you've got to get them all right. And he also teaches you the secrets of becoming a healthy and fit person, the the person that you want to be, and it's not just physical, it's mental too. All of it has to come into play and spiritually and, you know, whether you want to like lose weight or get a six pack or, you know, you just want to become like this mindful, aware person and be present in your everyday life, then he's just going to, he's going to like lay it all down for you and do it all. Mm-hmm. And he loves what he does, just like we love what we do here. Mm. And he's made millions and created an amazing life for himself. So I think he's the guy you should listen to, guys. He also has uh, a really awesome podcast. Uh, that he does. It is called The 10-Minute Daily Reality Check. We have both been a part of the show. It is very good. Definitely real. Definitely raw. Definitely not sugarcoated. And only 10 minutes. And <laughs> only 10 minutes, which is actually kind of good because he just, like, I mean, there's no sugarcoating, so you just get straight to the point. Right. Just say what you gotta say. And, you know, it's one of those things that you listen to. You think you know everything about dating and relationships and society and stuff like that. Well, guess what? He blows the lid off all that shit. And like really gets in there, and uh, and the the topics are really funny too. I mean, if you just kind of scroll on his website a little bit and look at his like his titles of his shows, I mean, some of them are like you see a lot of masturbation words, you see a lot of. I mean, like, but that's the thing. It's like we're just going to talk about it, so let's just get oh, in yeah. there and talk about it. We talked about the woo woo train that people are on. Yeah. Then there's also the legend of the swipe dumper. Yeah, I mean, sexually transmitted disease of the mind. <laughs> uh, 
That's are a you real selfish thing. or healthy selfish? Yes. Yeah, those are different. Swipe dating fantasy or reality. I mean, there's just anyway, they're 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 gonna catch your your interest because they're the topics are very, very like raw. And we relate to the ones especially about dating and relationships yes. and people's weird issues that yes, they have and weird issues. We gotta date those people. Well, <laughs> we should just get them in here. Yeah, we should. David is here and we are so <laughs> now you're on the other side. You've you know, we've done this before. But we're ready for our menage tonight. I just the bumblebee microphones are really turning me on in a really Why? weird way. Why? You know, because some bees, they buzz in your ear, you know, and then they just fly around and they don't really get too close. It's kind of like dating. People kind of text, right? People text one another. They have the illusion of a relationship. They don't let you get that close and then they just vanish like a bee. But you're not saying they sting you at all? There's no sting in this bee process? Modern dating, there's only sting if you allow it to sting because most of the time... People don't show up anyway. You it's get true. So you shouldn't get ahead of yourself. You shouldn't let the sting. You shouldn't be falsely stung. No, people are getting falsely stung every single day. They they sit home at night. They're watching, you know, Shameless. They're bored. You know, they're <laughs> looking. They're looking through their phone. They get into this text conversation. Oh, it sounds great. All of a sudden, oh my god, a text mate, which is just yeah. like a soulmate via text. Okay, if we need the definition. Oh my god, my high vibrational text equal using some of the other words, right? Yeah. yeah. And we get into this mini relationship for two point three days. Yeah. And then we get rid of that person because there's a bigger, better deal that comes and goes. Whoa, look at the guy in the flannel shirt. Oh my God, that guy's great. Is that the you? The guy in the green flannel shirt. Green flannel shirt. <laughs> but wait, though, I think to go back, you're right. That is how it works. It's like this very weird, slow or sped up process of a relationship in like two days. But I think also what happens is the dangerous part is where you're getting falsely stung. I have a lot of girlfriends who like have gone out with a guy like twice and the guy the whole time they're like, seeing red flags or they're making the red flags I believe sometimes people make red flags and then the guy like stops talking to them or ends up not being right and they're like so upset about it I'm like you keep in mind I get it it's more like the disappointment that it didn't work out it's not the guy like put it in perspective but they seem like falsely stung and I'm like no that's not you didn't even like this guy the whole time anyway and it's just they get caught up in or I know people who get caught up in and I did it before too being lonely and wanting a companion and then being disappointed that you don't have that or you have to go back to it again or you got overly excited about somebody before you should have. I will add to the stinging thing. I actually wish I got stung because I don't feel like I have a heartbeat anymore. So feeling Uh-oh. something would be so good at this point. Um, That's why you want to sit on Santa's lap. Exactly. Because you want to smell his mall bourbon breath yes. literally flaming towards you, okay? Oh, you want to basically have a menage a trois, one of the little, uh, you know, uh, small people Don't say it right what are they what are they what I the elves know. yes the i can't elves. Okay. Don't even get me started they are small on elves. people they're small people okay? Jen- they are very very hot and they're the same what i've heard from my small people friends is that <laughs> their girth and their width is stop. just like us big people stop yes so they stop. might be three foot five inch there but they come out about the same distance we do stop what? Well, no. don't uh, midget. We don't know. No, no midget sex. No, we can't talk no. about. Wait, that. hold on. First of all, you're obviously not supposed to say that word, but that's right because who fucking cares? But David, would you or have you ever had sex with a little person? You know, I had a visual of it one time. Okay, that. Wait, what I was, do you mean a visual? Like of, a fantasy? I was no, I was on mushrooms one time, <laughs> and we got into this like really funny conversation because we saw a short person. It was in Manhattan, and the Ringling Brothers. This true story. Long, long time ago, we went and had mushrooms. Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Belly Circus was in town. We went to this apartment party. My friends and I were all shrooming. We got there, and the place was full of small people. So my friend Tommy looked and goes, "Oh my God, they can just—they're like a taint level, right?" You know. Oh. <laughs> so the visual <laughs> started stung. coming out. Yes. Speaking of stinging, the visual started <laughs> yeah. coming out was how you had sex with a midget. There's a lot of really good core exercises to it because if you think about it, right, it's like taking a barrel and just kind of visually going like this. And it's really good for your lats and I'm great sure for it your is. shoulders I didn't see and the everything show else. Going so, distraction. Yes. So, no, I've never had um, sex with a would small you? person. No, I would okay. not. I, I'm, I don't. There's, they're just their ass protrudes out a little too much for me. Not your body type. No, I, I avoid, I avoid <laughs> sex with small it. people. Um, 
I'm not a handicap fucker. I mean, you know, yeah. it's, it's just not my thing. It's I know not, people have those fetishes, some pay, though. Some people like Which is okay. Yeah. People like what you like. But yeah. you just, we're all being honest here. And we're also going to scare the shit out of you because we need to talk. Don't you love when people say that to you? I love it. Actually, I'm always ready for it. Cause I, I bet always, you are. Because I always know what it is. Because if I'm really aligned with somebody and they say we need to talk, I think to my, I review the last 48 hours to 72 hours. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I know what it is. But I just, let, I just take a deep breath and go, Ah, I was prepared for this. Yeah, you're like, I've been waiting. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, we're going to talk to you about some things. Mm-hmm. Please do. Yes. So, B. Malone from Massachusetts asks, because we, by the way, we have listener questions here. Oh, yeah. That, that they come in and they want to ask us questions because they listen to our show and we may have touched on something or whatever. But they're like, what, what about this? So, this person. I love the aggression. What about yeah. this? Yeah. Someone's mad. I think B. Malone's uh, voice sounds like that. Well, okay. great. Um, on the first date, should I be thoughtful of what I order off the menu if I expect him to pay? What do you think? Yes. Because here's the thing, and I tell people all the time, men, listen up, okay? Or men, listen the fuck up, okay? Yeah. A dinner exchanging resumes and chewing and watching each other eat is the most boring <laughs> fucking date in the entire world. Because let me tell you something, you're not emotionally invested in each other and there's no escape route. So I always say a drink if you drink. A coffee if you like coffee. A walk if you like to walk. For the first date. For the first date. Okay. So dinner dates are really old and really boring. So be Malone. Absolutely. Be mindful because this guy might have a story about you, so he's trying to impress you. So I would just order the appetizer and maybe a double appetizer, have one drink, and be mindful of that. And don't offer to pay, ever. Because the fact is, don't offer to pay because the fucking guy asks you out. Let him pay. Wait. Okay. So how many times do you need to go out with somebody before you, as a woman should offer three three times three times okay three times on the third time you can offer and just go hey you know can can you know can i take you out this time it's nice it's nice to do especially if you like the person yeah it's really good because the men don't have most men don't have the unlimited bank account to go out there and feed the women of the world you know (laughs) well maybe they shouldn't date every woman and then they don't have to feed all of them i agree with that too. or just don't take all of them out to dinner Right, maybe or just actually, the ones you really like. Or actually get creative, but then again, you yeah. can go bowling, and that's 95 bucks. I took totally. my daughter bowling. Totally, yeah, and everyone's an alcoholic. And so you know, it was yeah. more than dinner. I mean, yeah, I could exactly. go out to dinner for cheaper than exactly. that. Exactly. So. It's true, true. I just think if you expect someone to do something for you, no matter if it's paying or whatever, you should be mindful anyway. You just don't just be like... And also don't, I think it's rude to like sit there and like stare at the person when the check comes or like stand at the bar and order a drink and just be like... But the fake reach has to go too. I oh, think the there fake, should just yeah. be like oh, I hate rules. the fake reach. I no. think there needs to be like some sort of etiquette, like cotillion style dating, like where it's like okay, the first three dates the man pays, and then the woman can offer, and he decides at that point what his bank account can handle. Uh, and I, I like yeah. the, I like the fingering. You know, where, like, the check goes in the middle, and then you just kind of take the fingers, and you just kind of slide it across to the other side. And then she'll take the fingers, and she'll slide it across the other side, and you'll watch it just go back and forth. It's almost like there's, like, it's like a Ouija board. Right. Oh, that you know, would well, Okay, so, for instance, since I'm in the dating pool, this is something that, you know, has occurred. It's, like, well, worse than the kiddie pool. It's so worse. Worse. It's, it's full, full of, of urine diseases. and diseases and everything <laughs> oh, else. It's worse than Sephora. So, or yes. is it? Or is it? The question is, is it? I don't know. I'm not quite sure, because, yes, you can get herpes at Sephora now. And staph infections. And staph infections. Yeah. And only from sex you can get staph infections, herpes, warts. Yeah, I'm not quite sure. I figure, you know, Sephora might just be called Bumble from now on. It yeah. could be. Or Tinder, really. Yes. Yeah. If we're going to equate it. But so um, I would say for my answer to this is always see what the person who's paying or you assume is paying is ordering and order less or if they have like things they want to share let them sort of lead that you have your opinions sure but don't be like i want the lobster yeah. like if they're like do you want to share the salmon go with the salmon i salmon. i think just be mindful and you don't want to be too because you also just don't want to be judged either if you're ordering too much or too little like try and be yourself but me be mindful because you actually don't know it's not like the person's gonna say how many times you go on a date and the guy's like I'm paying for everything tonight. And then even still, you want to be like, okay, then I'm getting the caviar. Like, you still Sign wouldn't be mindful. Up. What if a guy says on a date, this one's on me? I what do you still, think about I that? I think still, that's nice, but I think still be mindful of what you're doing. No, but like that saying. Okay, so oh. two things, okay? I tell men all the time, if you're with a woman and she orders the lobster tail and she orders five or six drinks or whatever Just it might leave. be, <laughs> multiply that by 100000 and that's what's going to cost you when you divorce her. 
Okay, so that's what it's going to be like. The first date is what's going to cost you. You're either with a seven-figure divorce settlement or a six-figure divorce settlement, or you're with somebody who actually is mindful and yeah. would, doesn't care and they have their own money, and they're looking for the co-creation and that made to equal. So the yeah. phrase that you wanted me to do was, it's on me. Yeah, this one's that's on me. so cheesy. This one's on me. Yeah, because like all the spender. other ones won't be. Right. Thanks, Big Spender. Thanks yeah. for that di- drink. You know, that one's on me. Oh, who's going to buy the other one? Him yeah, exactly. over there that's been staring at me that I actually have more chemistry with. Or how about tomorrow night's date? It oh, feels God, like wait. tit for tat. While we're on that. the subject yes. of weird things people say on dates, what about sitting across from someone and they say, how are the dating apps treating you? Yeah, stupid. Oh, they're treating me great. Look, you showed up. Holy shit. And I had sex with somebody last night, and then tomorrow night I have another date with somebody. Like, what are you supposed to say to that? Exactly what you just said. I said, it's been treating it really great. Do you want to know? Out of the 150 people, I got ghosted 137 times. Oh, my God. I got, I had great, I had like four or five really great fucking one-night stands. Oh, my God. And all those guys were much younger. Oh, yeah. And the guys are much younger and hotter than you. And, And by the way, this one guy, oh, you wouldn't believe it. I always wanted to fuck like a 23-year-old, really ripped, out-of-work actor guy that just wanted to just date a woman that was older and just, God, the way he ate my pussy all night long oh, David! so unreal. Dude, that's, that's what you, you should say. Right. Like, I feel like at this point, now, if somebody asks that question, I should just say the most shocking thing in response. Absolutely. A, because they need to learn. Or yeah. I could just say, I'm sorry, what did you expect to get out of that? Like, what did you want me to say? And what would you say if I asked you the question? Because I have a feeling you don't want to tell me. Exactly. B... It just tells you that somebody's fucking boring. Yeah, because exactly. it means that they're whoa, yeah. they're finding nothing. It means they don't listen either. Yeah. Because if they actually listen, right. they would actually be talking about something. Yeah. It's called the transitional phrase when you have zero game at all and you're a fucking boring so person. So how have the dating apps yes. been treating you? Yeah. Well, also have you met anybody nice? Well, yeah, uh, not you, sir. Not you. Check, I please. think if they're asking <laughs> that, you already know done. But I think then at that point, just answer however the fuck you I want. I almost feel like people are dating disabled at this point. They don't even know what to say anymore. No, they and don't. men, I think, are way more insecure so they do ask i don't know any woman that asked this question i've only heard men ask this question more than one time and i don't know if it's because they're like oh you're a host on a show about relationships but also i'm not here to give you advice i'm here to be on a date i like the dating disabled there's handicap placards when they drive up it's a dd right they walk in and it's like preferential parking because they're too stupid to find their spot they're tinder tards or bumble tards (laughs) or okay stupid people oh my god or too much.com instead of match so um, yeah yeah no there are so many i got mismatch.com here's a politically incorrect word but when did we become so fucking retarded? I don't, I don't know. When it comes down to connecting with people, what the fuck? I have clients all the time. They'll send me recordings of them <laughs> flirting, and I'll literally listen. And I'll be like, "How do they do that? Why? Because the iPhone. I mean, you can oh, you just, like on the phone? Oh, no. Oh. I, I could like right now. If I, you know, if you ever see a guy's holding his iPhone like this, he's probably sending me his recording to break it down. Oh, he's like recording the conversation. Oh, yeah. brother! That's even. Well, I kind of want the anybody you know to go though? send it to you yeah, so you can correct you can. these individuals that need so much help. They need so much help. It's so embarrassing. Men, considering it's men, and now men are hating me right now. But you know what? Good, fucking hate me all you want. So yeah, men right now have just—they're full of excuses. I mean, they really are. Yeah. Porn ruined them. Okay, so, you know, they think sex is like the fucking, I am the FedEx guy. I'm going to fuck you in 16 different positions. Yeah, which is like the last thing we want. Right, you should be the G-spot man and figure out the one position that works for her. That (laughs) would be the best way to fucking deliver. That would be. So (laughs) men have become super lazy. They've become so lazy because they never wanted to approach women anyway because they're the biggest pussies in the world. They're so afraid to be rejected. (gasps) Oh, my God, this total stranger doesn't like me. My life is over. (laughs) <laughs> at some point, somebody's going to get rejected, whether it's in right. the beginning, the middle, or the end, or whatever. So just get over it and do it. Well, this kind of goes back to my whole theory about being stung. I feel like it can never get to that point where, like, you actually develop real feelings because people sort of, like, tap out. They, like, don't put in, like, real soul into these dates because they're, like, it's a conveyor belt of dates at this point. Mm-hmm. It's like that sushi place yes. in London. You know that one that's, like, the conveyor belt? They have, they have it here, it. too, yeah. You, grab, yeah. I'll have per- you don't know what you're spending until the right. end, and you realize you spent a fortune because you had too many purples, not enough <laughs> and not enough blues, right? Yeah. So, yeah, that's what it is. It's a conveyor belt of... People and the problem is, is that it's like people full of parasites. It's like the most unhealthy people are constantly on the dating apps. Like I remember yeah. when I was on the dating apps, I would go on and I would look and I would say to myself, "Oh fuck, her again! Oh my god, she's ten years younger." 
I mean, oh. there are people I went to high school with. There's a girl by the name of Allison. I'm not going to say her last name. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. Right? But there's this girl, Allison, that she graduated three years before me in high school, and now she's ten years in internet age younger than me. Internet age is a real thing, especially for women, because they're so fucking afraid to say how old they are. Oh my God! Actually, today someone called me 35, and I was like, I'm sorry, I'm 32, turning 33. Let's give me those two years. Back. Oh yeah, no. I mean, I'll, I'll just tell you what my age is if you think I'm younger or older. I'm like, no, no, that is not right. my age. Like there. Is the truth, and I'm okay with it because, like, I'm not. I also just think I look myself. my age, so I'm like, I'm not going to be like, I'm 29. Well, well, what's pe- the sense in that? Are you going to lie forever? How do you keep it anyway? Right. You know, many times people want to. I get on the phone with them, and I'm coaching them, and you know, I'm just talking about my coach work, and then they'll go, you know. Oh, here we go. This is, okay. the, you know, I'm 44, but I look 34. You know, I'm 58, but I look 48. That's nice. You cool. know, I mean, Good it's genes. like, Great. they always say that, you know, and I'm thinking, and I always look at the pictures of them, and I said, well, send me some pictures. And I looked at them, I go, can I tell you something? You look 58. Yeah, you look You look, look age. good for 58. You look great for 58, but you're fucking 58. 58. Stop subtracting the age of your life. And that's yeah. that comes from the insecurity of people because they are, especially on the man's side. I was going right? to say, do you think it's mostly men or women that do that? No, women I think are, women feel like you aren't going to find the same guys if you're older because they're going to go for the younger girl. Well, yeah, because what women, it, it's a double-edged sword, okay? Women don't want to date Santa Claus because the fact I of do. the matter is Santa. they don't want the 80-year-old guy because they think in their brain that they're 55 years old. No 55-year-old guy wants them, so they, they put that energy out there. Yeah. But they also unrealistically go for the guy that they've never had before. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of that energy that goes on. And then you get the men who want the younger women. They'll say, well, you can date younger women. I said, I've been able to date women my entire life. I don't have a fucking issue. Yeah. And I don't look at age. I've never looked at age. I've always looked at who their soul and who shows up for me. Right. It just so happens a lot of times they're younger. Because oh, that's what you're attracted that's to. What that I'm energy. To. Yeah, it's exactly. The energy. And then they go, well, you can do it. And I go, well, because I'm me. Fucking am me. <laughs> you got to get out to the suburban fucking mall and go find the woman your age because you're you and just be the best version of you. And they eliminate so many people. So they all have these fucking stories. And they're not in shape. Yeah. They don't take care of themselves. They always talk about the 20 pounds they got to lose. Oh, God. Then you lose it. it. Do just, it. But they don't Stop know how. Stop fucking complaining. Well, wake up early and work the fuck out. Or just eat better. Or whatever. Don't be a sloth. But, like, uh, I also think it's hard. I think society, you know, w- and I'll even say it. I, I always say my age. But, like, I like a guy with gray hair. I don't – some women look beautiful with gray hair. I fucking dye my hair because it's gray all over the place. And women are – All over, like – well, um, yeah. Not like this. It. Not like that. But, yeah. like, I mean, if you this got close enough, you could see I have a crayon that, like, colors it in until I go to my guy that does my hair. It's like, you know, because women don't look as good, I think, with wrinkles and gray hair. It looks really good on a dude. Most people, in generally speaking, in the world would agree. So I think women, it's you're not allowed to age really as much. It's not like a it, it's not a distinguished thing for a woman. So women do feel self society wise. It's that pressure of like I'm not allowed to become old. I need to look young and youthful and pretty, or whatever that idea is. But I that I think that's also part of the problem too. Well, age for a woman, I feel like looks like they've like seen some shit or <laughs> like they've had some kids. They've been through some shit. Yeah, exactly. And like it's, it's not like they're older and wiser and now they're mature. Like for men, it's like finally they. Caught up, they're older and wiser and mature. Yeah, exactly, exactly. For women, it's like we've been mature. Are we still yeah. alive? <laughs> now we have to cover up the maturity that we have. Had. I have to cover up my stress from you with a fucking crayon. Oh my yeah, god, with a crayon. I tell men all. I Mine tell, is a powder. I, I tell women all the time. Okay, his hair might be gray on top. He may still not have learned. His I lessons, know where you're right? going. Yeah, right. So you got to make sure there's a few gray hairs down there because that's what shakes a man up more than anything. When <laughs> a man finds his first gray pube. <laughs> it's like wow, because now my penis is distinguished too. Oh my god, it's the real deal. It is the real deal. It has learned all its life lessons. It is fucking Abraham Lincoln of the penis. Hell yeah, wow. it has a little top hat too. And if you guys have any questions you want to send us, don't forget to follow us and send us your questions at Complicated Show and we will answer them here. And maybe not quite as good as that Abraham Lincoln penis one, but I don't know how you we'll try. That. We will try. <laughs> um, we are also going to pack up our emotional baggage and meet our favorite celebrities in baggage claim. And we're going to have David help com- comment on some of this too 
Um, this is starting to get ugly because Naya Rivera, this chick from Glee, right? She's always in the fucking news about like she's getting divorced or she is now got married to some dude and then divorced him right away and then had a baby with someone or all these so things. So she was with her current husband for a really long time, broke up with him, got engaged to Big Sean. They were supposed to get engaged and be married. They broke up. Then she got back together with the previous dude and had a baby. Yeah. And now she has... Then they were going to get divorced, but then they called off the divorce. And now she was arrested for um, a, an alleged altercation. Yeah, like where physical she abuse. has a misdemeanor of her domestic battery. Yeah, she like punched him in the face. And then, <laughs> okay, so this is all that is whatever, right? But the problem is, is that they're like... So we really want to stay together for, like, the sake of our kid. And to me, that's like asking someone, so how are the dating apps going? It's like a dumb bullshit answer that you give because you – I – this is what I think. I think they're in a toxic relationship, that traumatic bond where you're like, I – Can't be with you, can't be without you. Can't be with you, can't be without you, but you make me feel like shit, but then you make me feel good. So I need you to make me feel good, and then I feel like shit. like an addiction. I need you to make me feel good. So they just say – well, what's the logical thing? Like, we need to do this for our son. Well, maybe, and I, again, don't know all the ins and outs, but I'm just guessing, like, maybe staying together for the sake of your son and punching your fucking husband in the face around your child, or maybe if he didn't see it, but that energy is there, is probably not the best thing for your son. No, in fact, what actually happened was they said they were staying together for the son when they were divorcing, stayed together, and then this altercation actually happened while they were walking with the son. Yeah. So they don't even hide this stuff in front of the kid who they're staying together for. Like, in the public. Like, this exact incident happened in front of the kid. So, at this point, they should... You have a child. But what do you think? think? Can I give uh, give a perspective, okay? I split with the mother of my uh, mother of my daughter because there was no fucking way I was waking up to that fucking face every single morning and dealing with her energy. Wow. Right? I did it for the sake of my daughter because me as a man, as a man, you, my, you, you split, split, you split oh, for yes, the sake of your split daughter. For the sake of my exactly. daughter because, because for two reasons, okay? One, as a man, my whole thing as a father is to give my daughter the most incredible experience, father-daughter experience that there is so she knows what a good man is, right? Yeah. Secondly, okay, my daughter needs to see what a man is like in love, not a man in hate. Yes. If I stayed with the mother... Fuck, I, I would have been miserable because that person, not at all somebody I would ever want to spend time with ever again. Just being around her for five minutes makes my skin crawl because we just don't get along on a very deeper level. I wish her lots of health and benefits and let somebody else take care of her. I mean, it's fine, right? But for me, I wanted my daughter, and I remember when I split with her five and a half years ago, I went to Maui, I ate an edible, and I'm walking down the beach, and I think to myself, and I had a future vision, I said, I left that relationship so my daughter can see one day what it's like for her father to be in love. So when she gets older, in her 20s and 30s, she knows what a man how a man treats a woman, what a man is like in love, and that is the greatest lesson. So all of you fucking idiots, okay, to put it mildly, yeah. who are staying together for the sake of your kids, go ahead because you're going to fuck them up more because then they're going to know what it's like to take scraps in a relationship. They're yeah. going to know what it's like to be emotionally beaten up in a relationship, and they're going to go and have dysfunctional dates for the remainder of their life because of your fucking stupidity staying with the asshole that you don't want to be with. Because you right. all, That's because you're like, oh, it's too hard to break up or like what Whatever it is, and you tell yourself it's for another reason, which is the exact opposite that what you should be doing. I think exactly. Instead, check yourself into therapy immediately and go your separate ways. Yeah. Um, you know who is now not going separate ways, but going together are Prince Harry and Meghan Markle because oh they're God. finally engaged after all the speculation. Yeah, they are finally engaged, <laughs> and I think she's beautiful. Um, I do and too. she's going to be like Grace Kelly. Yes. Um, I'm sad that he's off the market. Um, Jen, it kind he of has broke my red heart. hair. I, he's the only redhead, we've talked about this, that I would... Fire crotch? I, listen, I haven't even thought that far. It's really just the romanticizing of he's a prince, he's, like, athletic. He's, I think he's sexy, but he, I don't like, have a problem with He, back, it. and he, like, joined the army, and he goes to well, Botswana, and he, he does has all these things. He's got a publicist. He, okay. has, to, he has to get <laughs> yeah. back. I mean, come on. <laughs> well, anyway, so he and Megan are engaged, and the ring is so beautiful, and it is so sentimental. What? 
Did you read about it? And I the did. And the, the two diamonds on the side flanking the diamond from Botswana where they vacationed. Yeah. The two diamonds on the side are princess dyes. Well, and the one in the middle is from Botswana. And yeah. so they've traveled to Botswana together. And the three diamonds together are the past. They got malaria together and it was so much Probably. Fun. And now they have to stay together because of that. Otherwise, you pass it on. But so it's the past, present, and future. That's the significance of the three diamonds. That's a fucking. I'm sorry. Well, whatever. I love past, it. Past, present, and future. Like that. And, the, there and is guess no what? You future. can't also, but wait, you also can't say that because that's, again, one of those, like, how are the dating? Like, this reason a ring is a circle and they, that's what a wedding ring is, is because it's like there's no beginning and no end. So what if now it's a square? He's, so now he's going to say that. I, and this ring that, is a circle. What if it's a rectangle? And there's no beginning and no end. Like, that's someone else's idea, not his. So if he said that, but whatever. But all I'm saying I is. I love them. It, oh, I think, I think they're sort great. Of. I think they're cute. I, I don't really know much instead, about them, but I think she's really beautiful. But I, thought the diamond was going to be bigger. I actually thought the diamond was going to be bigger too, but I kind of like, I mean, she's got, she looks like she has small hands, so it would probably be weird and ostentatious. And she's a classy lady. I am curious about what's going to happen with her career though, because she's moving to, right. Yeah. She's moving to Kensington Cottage or whatever the hell that thing is. And so does she then go be princess... I Megan? Mean, yes, I, she, uh, well, he's like fifth in line to the throne. Right, so. but she still becomes a something. Well, she doesn't and she really lives need with to, him. She doesn't really need to work unless she wants to. So maybe totally. she's just like, I don't care. Well, I'll Grace wanna... Kelly stopped working and she really wanted to go back to work, guys. And she you saw you, that movie. How are yeah. you doing in your fantasy football league? Yeah. This is such not a guy conversation. No, no, I know, but we want it. Okay, but. Yes, how's your fantasy football league going? Because that's the same thing. Like, yes, I'm nine and three, by the way. Thank you for asking. First of all, you need to know these things because girls are going to be talking about it. This is like this wedding is going to be televised. Yes, everyone. Your daughter might yeah, care because this is like a new princess. She's an American princess. Yeah. You're welcome. Dreams. We just gave you a oh, lot of ammo. Right. It's you a did. Hallmark just... story coming true in the real world. Yeah, and it's perfect. It's like putting it in a snow globe. It's great. Kensington Cottage in yes. the snow globe. Shake it a little bit and look at the diamonds. One on each side. One on the other Dreams. side. See, now you know. that. And now the ring. I learned something tonight See? too. A wedding ring. That's so funny because all my wedding rings were bent. Haha, that means that there was a detour somewhere in the road and I took it. But oh. I didn't know wedding rings were round to have the unlimited. Yeah, the, the beginning, no yeah. beginning, no, no end. No. It's like that's how they all, they're, you know, when weddings were first made into a ceremonial thing, there was a whole bunch of like the bouquet is they used to carry certain um, like herbs and things because it was to ward off like evil spirits and things like we that. We also so. fucking died at 30. So well, exactly. Yeah, now all, played, exactly. Really, yeah. all those things Dysentery. Are, come yeah. from Dysentery, uh, they all come Oregon. from Oregon. Uh, Trail has and to like the you. women, the reason why they take the man's last name is because the father would sell, like basically sell off the daughter to the other family that Property. was now taking care of her. So that's why then she took on their last name because he's like, okay, here you go, take her, she's yeah. yours now for this amount of money. Like that's how it was um, called for three sheep. No, it was called uh, dowry. The, dowry, yeah, exactly. Yes, yeah, I'm familiar. Um, but anyway, I come with student, loans. you know, and 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 listen, there was no divorce back <laughs> then. But if there were, then maybe Ben Affleck would have been part of a some sort of new dowry plan because he's with uh, what's her face um, Lindsay Lindsay Shukas I think we should call them Shufleck sounds like you're telling him to go away Shufleck Shufleck don't bother me anyway he I'm wondering like so they've, they've been out they've been seen together a lot and a they're lot. like the new thing and whatever and she's apparently like helping him with his sobriety and stuff what though do we think about the fact that there's been some chatter about him being sexually inappropriate with people like if you're her what do you how if you're if you're dating somebody and you're like at a serious point with them and you're in love with them and then something comes it's from the past granted but some news or information is revealed to you about this person's character like what the fuck do you do at that point oh uh, that's easy i'd go into the minute you're dating a man from this point forward because of all the things that are going on there's two things you need to check you need to check and see how many hotel robes they have in their house oh. right because then you know they're weinsteining out right somehow well, or what another if they don't have any? And what if they if don't want to pay for that robe right, it's very expensive sometimes right, then you're fine but then you also have because they're just, cheap you have to ask <laughs> them tell them it's your you know oh god it's my fantasy to have you jerk off in front of me, right? You just can see how quickly he performs his act of masturbation with his flaccid suburban penis. Oh, my AKA God. Louis C.K. Um, yep. Okay. Yeah. And wait, there's other ones. There's the fondlers, because I did a podcast on that. Okay. You notice that oh, yeah. the white guys, oh, God. all right, the white guys do lewd acts where they don't touch a woman. The brothers at least go and they physically grab the woman, and they at least get physical with them and at least ha- try to have sex. The white yeah. guys just sit there and they stroke their little suburban dicks or they sit in big open I wonder why that is. Because black men aren't afraid of things because white guys are still repressed. I dated a, a black guy that wanted to videotape everything. They're not repressed, man. I'm like... No. 
could you not? <laughs> Why every time? Every time? Like a lot. Like would ask and I would just not even answer. I Did you ever? Like, no. Never? No. Not even once? No. Not even, even interested in watching your own porn? Nope. God, I think watching your own porn is hot. No thanks. Yeah, but not every time. No. I mean, no, I, I don't really care. I a lot of someone like, else, but yeah, I mean, not every stuff. time. It wasn't every time, but it was like enough that I was like, and it would be like in the moment or like, I forget. It would be like, grab my phone or I'm get, and I'm like, <laughs> what the sexy fuck? thing to say? Not, don't do that. Yes. I can't wait. <laughs> ask cam. Like all of a sudden he's on top of you and like they put, you know, as he's moving his hips, the iPhone comes up cause you can really take the hole and like have a little selfie stick. Imagine if it was a little way, person, right? then how would you, how you'd have to hand and do, that would be a mess. Their heads. Oh my um, God. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, I mean, I still don't know what I would do if I was like with somebody and some past information was revealed. And I'm like, so you have a sexual deviancy here? Like, I think what everyone I- does. They just talk about it or it's varying degrees. of yeah. sex. Okay. So why aren't there like Hispanic men being called out? That's a good question. They are the most well-behaved men out there now all of a sudden. All of a sudden. All, all of a sudden. sudden. It's only the black and the white guys. There's no Asian. You'll never see an Asian guy. No, George Takai was on the list for no a second. No way. Yes. No way. How weird is that one? Dude. I never thought Asian guys would ever get caught doing Right. Anything. Okay, so who do you think is the next person to get on uh, called out? Oh, the list is just going on and on. Pick one. I mean, pick one right now. Yeah. Oh, God. Let's see. Pick your favorite creep. My favorite creep. It's got to be on the Afflecks in full force. Casey Affleck. Well, he was already sort of, yeah. Uh, it's it's got to be a full outing. He's got to be the next one. What if it okay. was like Matt Damon? You would never think it. Or Tom Hanks. No way. No, Tom Hanks would be. Could never. I would just I think, what if it's living, What probably. if it's Denzel or. <sighs> no. Somebody Will like Smith. Will Smith would well, be. But he's that gay. would be tragic. Is it, you think? Yeah. Well, he's a Scientologist, so who knows? I thought he was. He's a Scientologist. It's the too. same idea as Tom Cruise and John Travolta. They roam in the same male circles. Oh, my God. Well, John Travolta was caught, what, trying to uh, grab the guy's package, the massage therapy. Not package. just that. That's right. That and then one. everyone just fucking one. forgot about it. Well, because it was old news, because now there's a new creep on the block. But no, block, but that and was it's years that ago. Stupid guy in the Senate, or whatever his name is. The one oh, that yeah. bothered me the most was Kevin Spacey. I, I yeah. like Kevin Spacey's. And really? I, not, yeah, here's the me thing. too. I don't. I'm not a judgment of people's sexual fucking deviant, yeah. and I don't believe groping should be legal, but they're fucking artists. They're twisted and derelict. I agree. And I agree. we shouldn't boycott their movie. I mean, hello, Woody Allen, you fucked your wife's daughter, daughter and hello. you married her, I but know. yet we still go line up for his movie. Also, no one's talking about him. Like, he was very, like, ahead of his time, I feel. He, he was. He was a pedophile ahead. ahead of his time. Yeah, he's really like was. a trendsetter, really, if you think about it. He was a pedophile. He was very he good. Was ahead I got that. Of, I had to explain it, so that's not good when you have to explain. No, I, it. I still don't I get that. it. See, the Louis C.K. one bothered me the most because you he, just said Kevin Spacey bothered you most. No, I go Louis C.K. now because Louis <laughs> C.K. because I like Kevin Spacey's movies. Yeah, but Louis C.K. He masturbated. I mean, so what if he whipped it out on auditions? You know, I mean, you know, it's like, what kind of urge is that? That I don't get to. It's like well, all of a sudden you're sitting there. I also think people have to take responsibility for giving people an un you know necessary amount of power like there i'm not saying these things are okay or should have been done or you deserve to be treated or raped or whatever the variant degrees of the deviancy are happening to you or you're doing them but like these men in hollywood have been constantly told they're so powerful and they get to do whatever they want and their fucking agents set them up they they do whatever they want people are staying up to wee hours of the morning serving them whatever they want letting them get out of women tickets to women them. women throw are themselves women them. throw themselves on athletes all the time and all then the they time. get mad when like one oh and then kobe bryant got in trouble for fucking that chick well yeah i guess, guess what she was fucking all up on his shit like don't take responsibility for the way they also get treated and how this weird oh i think there's a difference between groupies and people that are taken advantage of well totally 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 i'm just saying these men are massaged into thinking that they're allowed to do whatever they want and everyone around them does it everyone around them tells them they can do it so it's like this false sense of you know like a power and then they get caught and they're like oh my god yeah, but like there's been so many other things leading up to why they think that's okay. And a lot of people enable it. And then all of a sudden they're like, you can't 
to like grab my ass. It's like, well, you they've been able to do these things in varying degrees their whole entire life. And now all of a sudden, like we're jumping on the train of like, you can't do that, which you shouldn't be able to do. I'm not taking that away. Remember just, when Bill Cosby was an issue? Yeah. Uh, I feel like he's just like, where did he go? He sailed well, off Bill, into the sunset at this point. Oh, Bill was drugging him. There's a little difference yeah, no, that's, between, yeah, yeah, no. There, there's a difference yeah. between like greasing it up and there's a difference between like fondling Richard Dreyfuss's son or whatever, whoever, uh, What's his, Kevin Spacey's son, whoever he came on to, right, at some dinner, at some table. Oh, right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, there's a little bit of that course. stuff. But, I mean, like, are we forgetting? Bill Cosby, hello, yeah. fucking Molotov cocktailed you and then fucked you. <laughs> that, I think, is fucked up, right? Yeah, of Harry course. Weinstein and the other ones, I mean, they're mild compared to Cosby. Oh, put your mic a little closer to your mouth so we can hear you. Put that, all yeah, that reality put that, checking yeah, it's all that too you're much. Yeah, okay, so wait. Now, speaking of your 10-minute daily reality yeah, check. Yeah, let's that's talk your, about that. Let's talk about that. What was your topic this week what is your topic this week or your next show you know that's a good question i remember i think i talked about today about the powerful things a muse will teach you because oh. dating to me is finding your muse not dating somebody who's going to drive you crazy if you think about it i know for me being a creative person when i date i look for somebody who's going to be my equal creative person because it's stimulating to get involved in a great conversation so I tell people to find the person that stimulates your brain and mind the most, and then, and only then, until your mind is having fucking brain-gasms beyond belief, <laughs> brain that's when you start to take fucking into your soul and have sex, because I'm a firm believer of not having sex quickly. Wait, so how long would you oh wait then? Oh, my God. I'll wait months. I could care less. But what if you don't, but what if you like, I want to have sex with her tonight, and it's like date number one or two? I hold off. Why, though? But what Why? if there's no chemistry? You're just like, it's okay, because we've got mental... And, and oh, there's chemistry. You can feel it when you kiss. You can feel it. Okay, so you're allowed you to kiss, kiss and all that, kiss, but like not touch. Sex. Yeah, no penetration. You can do the little, you know, you go down on each other. You can have some fun and stuff like that. Take it like high school. Get to know one another because I think people fuck up. People get so committed to the sex. The sex True. is the thing that drives the car. And what should be driving the car is the muse. The yeah. muse should be driving the car. How do you feel? How that's inspired true. do you feel yeah. around each other? I can't date someone important. that's boring or like doesn't work as hard as me yeah. or like is kind of just like a nine to six person that's like doing it the daily. It works for some people. Right. What, but for me, already, that's not my muse. If you already know the person and I've hung out with them a bunch of times and then the first official date happens, you can make sex then. Oh, yeah. If you guys have been friending it yeah. and everything else. yeah, you And you already totally, know the person. Yeah. yeah, you already know the person. Then, yeah, you can. I've done that before. But I just think that we're giving it up too quickly. Yeah, it's, no, it's I, a I gift. yeah. And plus, look, if you're in the stage of your life where you just want to hump, that's quite all right. You know, because that's it's, it's like going yeah. to a smorgasbord in Vegas. You want to taste a little bit of things. A lot of times you get a stomach ache from it. A lot of times you make the wrong decision. <laughs> you could get staph whatever, infection. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah, you could get staph infection or you could just have the wrong person. But. I think that's fine, but when you get to a point in your life where you've had enough sex, you don't need the conquests anymore. There's no point to have the conquest. Yeah, I that's think a that's guy when thing. You start looking, that's when you start looking outside yourself to really have that relationship. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that, to me, is a much different thing. So to me, I've always looked for the muse because being a creative person, I want to be creative, not angry. And I've had relationships where I've been angry. Don't get me wrong. There's people that I've been with that have pissed me off so much and I've written probably 50 blogs. I've done 10 podcasts about them. So, so they were amused in the They were amused in their own yeah, direction. Exactly. Right. Okay, so then how do you come up with your content for each show? Is it just things that have happened in your life, like the muse thing? Is that Are you dating someone now that's amused to you? Yes. Oh. So, but how does it come up? I'll tell you. I'll show you. Hold on. I got a process, right? My yeah. process is very simple. I write down everything that I do and then tomorrow's, just to give you an idea, I will... Feel something out. I said, why American men are barbarians. Hmm. That comes down to, I think, the way American men don't know how to date. I think they're more barbaric. Um, why is sex so religious? Because all of a sudden people are not religious, but yet when a woman's coming, she says, oh, my God. And I think <laughs> it's not fucking God who's eating you out. It's me. It should be, oh, my David. You know, <laughs> that's the way I feel. And then the other one is life is an experience orgasm because I woke up in the morning. A braingasm. Yeah, it's a braingasm. But I went to bed. Actually, I went to bed the other night, and I was – connecting with the person I'm connecting with and it was fucking great and she got she went home and I was just feeling good so I did a podcast and it was about experience because to me I'd rather take the money that I have and have experiences because to me yeah. experience is not eating food and experience is connecting with somebody else and whatever way you in whatever way you do yeah. it and that's what we're here for we're here to have experiences so that was the ideas just come naturally and they just flow inside my brain. So whatever comes to my brain, I write it down and then I think to myself, that is a fucking great yeah. topic. Yeah, and there's so many of them and you just get right into them. OK, 
Okay, so now you're you're what would you call your dating status right now? Happy. Okay. Oh. And yeah. where did label. you where did you meet this muse of My yours? My muse I met in the weirdest possible fashion. She actually bought a product of mine and didn't like it. Oh. <gasps> And, and? and I do my own customer service because I like to know what my customers are. And I, I said, great. I said, I'll refund you. I said, but I need some feedback. And then we just kind of emailed back and forth. And Ooh. I was like, you're really fucking cool. I said, where do you live? And she said, L.A. Uh-oh. This is like and a then Hallmark you were like, waiting oh, my God. I yeah, love every is. minute of it. So we're since we're speaking of dating, in the dating world, you're always on your best behavior, especially in the beginning, which is nice. But how do you tell if someone is really being real or if they're being fake? We're going to list some things that someone might do or say in the developmental stages of <laughs> the developmental, uh, or the yeah, developmental, yeah, yeah exactly. of a relationship um, in those first couple of dates where they're pretending or not pretending. Um, and you're going to tell us if we're dealing with someone who's being real by saying true, or if they're being fake by saying f you. In a game we like to call reality, reality bites. bites, because you're so good at being real, and sometimes reality does bite, <laughs> and sometimes it does. Okay, so like. You, again, you're going to say true or F you based on if you think this statement is like someone being real or fake. Okay. When a girl says, I love watching whatever sport the guy is talking about. F you. Yeah. You just think instantly. Yeah, F you. I mean, okay. no. Yeah. 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 That's, that's complete like, you know, three months in, I'm going to show you my fantasy draft and you're going to fucking tell me you don't give a shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No. We would rather talk about Meghan Markle's ring. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, what about if a girl gives a blowjob the first couple of sex sex sessions? Like, is that like putting on best behavior, or is that like, <laughs> you know, I, I you know, <laughs> I know when they love cock and when they don't love <laughs> cock. You can just tell by the way they fucking suck it. So it just depends. <laughs> I I always tell people listen yeah, to true. your penis's intuition because your penis will know if someone really loves what they're doing or they're just doing it to give you a preview of things you're never going to have again. So that one, <laughs> I'm going to flip a coin on that one yeah. because if she's devouring your cock and she's fucking so turned on by it, you're in for the best time of your life. If she's just kind of doing it and then, yeah, you know, there's just – you could just tell. It's an energy. Okay. Thing. That's fair and I agree. All right. Um, when someone, girl or guy, says, I don't mind if you're friends with your ex. It's fine. <laughs> you know, not buying it. You know, I will write that down. I, I put that in the memory bank to use at a later date because yeah. – You said it was okay. Yeah. it's Don't say it's okay if it's not okay. Yeah, exactly. I mean that is – Are you okay with it? I, oh, please. Yeah, I could care less. I mean yeah. I've never been jealous. My mom taught me really well. I've never been jealous of anybody and what they do and their exes they're friends with and everything else. It's just not how I roll. But I have had women that say they're okay with me being friends with my ex. And I look at them and go, don't worry about it. I'm not friends with my ex. One of my exes, the rest of them I am. So, mm -hmm. you know, you're lucky. It's only the recent ex that you have to deal with the pressure of. So. <laughs> and you know that from dating somebody who has a kid. Oh, yeah. But that's yeah, fine. Yes. Yeah. Because right, that's, that's a mother of a child. Right. So, so, yeah, that's you like, just you try to support yeah. that relationship of course. as best as of possible. Of course. So, basically, that's an F you. Yeah. That's All right. Yeah. Um, what about when a girl says, go have a boy's night out? I'm going to say true if she's cool. Yeah. And if the relationship is set up on the dynamic that, because to me, I love when the girl I'm with, you know, I'm going to go away for the weekend with my girls. Have fun. Yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. it, it just depends. More fantasy yeah, football exactly. for you. Yes. Yeah, so, no, it all just depends on how secure you are. <laughs> and if she's saying that, you have to, well, you have to write all this stuff down and just see how it comes back at you three, four months later. So I will always believe and take someone at their word, but I always write it all down because what I'll do is I'll go test them a month later and just go like, hey, I'm having a boys weekend, you know, but I don't date people who make future promises that don't Yeah, I agree. Up. But you just don't know. You have to let it play out to yeah, find out the do. discrepancies in what they say and what they do. But it is something to think about if someone's saying those things before it's a thing because you're like, or just let it happen when it happens and we'll see if it is what it is. Like when a girl says... I'll go to the strip club with you. Yeah, I'll go to the strip club I with you. It. I don't care. I can't wait. I'm fine yeah, with it. Boobs in my face, dog. Yeah, boobs in my face, and then we're gonna get to go home. We're just gonna go look, go down on her. We're gonna have a great time. Then you can fuck her too, you know. And then all oh, of a well, sudden, that we didn't please. say. Well, no, I was adding stopped. that male yeah. fantasy in there. Yeah. Um, 
bullshit. I call on that one. So I, f you. Yeah, f yeah, you. I mean, F-U. I wouldn't care, but it just it, unless it was like a thing. If she's trying, this yeah. all sounds like somebody who's going to be trying too yes. hard yes. and not let it flow. Because if a woman says that to me, I'll just go to the strip club with you and I'll look at her and go, I don't even like strip clubs. Yeah, exactly. The hell, you can go by Why yourself. Why are we here? Yeah. Okay, fine. I have a good one then to flip the script a little. When a guy says, I am sorry, I can't wear a condom because I can't get hard and I'm clean, <laughs> so it's fine. Then prove it. Yeah, exactly. You know, prove it. Because if you are clean, you would have been talking about it in the beginning of the first couple of dates. Right. So. Would you? Is that something you just run around saying like, hello, my name's Steve. I'm clean. No, I think if you're dating somebody. I lobster. And you, and you know, and you, yeah, I eat lobster. <laughs> I think if you know you like somebody, I think you do have that conversation fast. <sighs> because why not? There's no reason to put all the chips on the table. I mean, I know honesty and authenticity is really, really important. So, And I love when guys say that. Is it true that most a lot of guys can't get hard with a condom? Absolutely. So yeah. if it's if it is true, if it is a thing, for if you. it is a thing for you, then why don't you just have a relationship? Because if you expect, because if she goes, oh, that's okay, you know, I'm thinking like a woman that just accepts your cock without even like doing the litmus test or anything else beforehand yeah. has accepted other ones before that's you. True. So true story. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Okay. Well, what about uh, <laughs> when a guy says you always look beautiful? Hmm. He's sweet. <laughs> and <laughs> he's lying. Okay. Yeah. He's totally lying. I mean, she's a raving maniac that day. You know, she's in the middle of her PMS. Yeah. She is just <laughs> awful breakout, horrible fucking day. And you know what? He's being a good boyfriend yeah. by saying that. But there's a way to say that. I always think the woman that I'm with is the most beautiful woman I've ever been with. So if she does look terrible one day and she asks it, I'll be like, you always look beautiful to me. That's yeah. my way of getting around. To like, me. To me. me. Yes. Yeah, yeah that's it's a important. good disclaimer there. It's a I good like disclaimer. That. Okay. Well, thanks for playing with us. Now we know. Now we know. The truth. The truth. Reality bites. The reality. And uh, remind everyone where they can find you and your show. Easy to find me. 10-minute daily reality check. You go to davidwygant.com. If you have trouble spelling, it's W-Y-G-A-N-T. 10-minute daily reality check every single day. It's 10 minutes of your time. That's all I ever ask for because I don't really want to intrude the rest of your life because to me, life is an experience that's worth living, so you shouldn't be listening to me for hours on end. The only thing I ever ask for is to listen to a few shows and spread it to other people who need a 10-minute kick in the ass. I like it. Yep. I like a 10-minute kick in the ass. Oh, yeah. Get in, get out, get on with your life. And <laughs> next, speaking of getting on with your life in our next show, we've got Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise contestant Diggy Moreland. Yes, yeah, so mm. guys, don't don't forget to tune into that and follow us on all the socials at Complicated Show. And where can people find you, Lauren? You can find me at Lauren Leonelli on all the social meds. And you can follow me at Jennifer Golden with one N, guys. Jennifer with one N on all the social media platforms. And we thank you very much for listening. That's right. And just follow and like and share with your friend, just like David said. And we all like to, you know, uh, be on each other's shows, too. So if you listen to some of David's, you'll hear us. If you listen to us, you hear David. It's An all a thing. Ancestral menage it's a menage a trois. It is a menage a trois. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks so much, David. It's Cyber Monday, so it's it's like Cyber Podcast. Cyber Cyber Sex Podcast podcast Monday. Cyber Monday, be poor Tuesday. That's right. (laughs) Okay, guys. Thanks thanks again for coming in. And thanks, you you guys, for tuning in. And we will see you next week. Love Love you a long time. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.